Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Thanksgiving and praise go hand in hand. So, in your waking moments, think on the greatness of God and His goodness. Count your blessings, and faith will increase. Lift your heart to God constantly in gratitude. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's classic message. Now look again in that verse in Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing. Do not fret. Have any anxiety about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Now notice, with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and praise go hand in hand. So, in your waking moments, think on the greatness of God and His goodness. Count your blessings and faith will increase. Lift your heart to God constantly in gratitude. When you think of thanksgiving, don't you think of gratitude, being grateful? That's what you're giving thanks for is because you are grateful. Gratitude and increasing praise. That's what thanksgiving is. Notice that he ties thanksgiving on the end of this. Do not fret, have any anxiety about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with, 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 with. Prayer and supplication with. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Now here's Keith. If I was to say to Keith, come and go with me, you understand he accompanies me. Or I say, I went with him to the store. Or I went with him to the bank. You understand that I'm right there. You don't understand that I'm 10 miles behind him. You don't understand that it was week after that he is at the bank, that I went to the bank with him. No, you understand that I'm right along by his side. I'm with him. I'm with him. I'm with him. I'm with him. Amen. Don't fret. Have any anxiety about anything, but never think but prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. What is thanksgiving? It's gratitude, isn't it? It's praise, isn't it? It's thankfulness, isn't it? With thanksgiving. Hallelujah. I said, lift your heart to God constantly in gratitude and in increasing praise for what he has done and for what he's doing for you right now. You can't even see sometimes what he's doing right now, but you're thankful because you believe it. You're full of praise and gratitude because you believe it. Maintain that all things are possible to the believer. They are, aren't they? You know, I I ran a little, uh, while I'm talking, why don't you turn back here for just a moment to the ninth chapter of Mark. Ninth chapter of Mark. You remember when Jesus came down off the Mount of Transfiguration, the man came to him with his son. This son, you know, is oft time cast into the fire and into the waters and so on and so forth. And, and, and the man said to Jesus in the 22nd verse of the ninth chapter, if thou canst do anything, if thou canst do anything, have compassion 
Same Greek word translated compassion, translated mercy. How mercy on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, a few things are possible to him that believeth. No, thank God, all things. All things. All things. All things. All things. Well, that includes your case, doesn't it? I don't leave anybody. He didn't say all things but one. All things are possible to him that believes. Now constantly maintain that. All things are possible to him that believes. I remember I used to hold in church meetings from 1949 to 1962. I was in churches practically all the time. And, and, and I purposely would ask folks, you know. See, the Bible said, with God all things are possible. How many of you believe that with God, oh, everybody lifted, everybody lifted. I mean, some of them lifted both hands. Well, I said, how many of you believe this scripture? All things are possible to him that believe it. I never could get over half of the crowd to lift their hands. And then some of them put it up and back down real quick. They suddenly realize that puts responsibility on me. But it's still true. I mean, whether you believe it or you don't believe it, it's still true, isn't it? The divine son of God said it. I said, the divine Son of God said it. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Right here it is. Mark 9, 23. All things are possible. Glory to God. That means nothing then is impossible. All things are possible to him that believes. Constantly maintain that. See, you've already taken step number two, one and two back up there. You found the script. You decided what you wanted. You found the scriptures that promised it to you. And then you prayed and you believe I receive. Well, you're a believer then, aren't you? You're a believer, aren't you? Maintain all things are possible to him that believes. Stand your ground. Praise God, all things are possible. All things are possible. Say it out loud. To him that believeth. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. One more time. Amen. Now we're getting right down now to the nitty gritty part. I mean, whether the battle's either won or lost. We got out, we're coming now to step number seven, the last step that we take. Make every prayer relative to what you've asked a statement of faith instead of unbelief. I'm going ahead and state my position first, and then we'll come back and comment on it. You can say, I do have faith, or I do believe that I have what I prayed for. Just as easily as you can make statements of unbelief. It's entirely up to you. You can think thoughts of faith just as easily as you can think thoughts of doubt and unbelief. It's up to you. I heard one time, this is not all of it, but this is the tail end of a a message in tongues, uh, the interpretation of a message in tongues. Somebody had given the message in tongues and then, then the interpretation. And this was just the tail end of the interpretation. I never forgot it. Read it, on. it said, it's thinking faith thoughts and speaking faith words that leads the heart out of defeat into victory. See, people are praying, God, give me the victory. Whether or not you have the victory is up to you. 
This is the victory that overcometh even our faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I said amen. amen. And so then you can think faith thoughts just as easy as you can think thoughts of doubt and unbelief. You can speak faith words just as easy as you can speak negative words. It's thinking faith thoughts and speaking faith words that leads one out of defeat into victory. Now let's back up. Notice that first statement. I said, make every prayer relative to what you've asked a statement of faith instead of unbelief. Now, Andrew Murray said, perhaps you read much out of Andrew Murray, wrote much on prayer. Andrew Murray said, if you prayed and you claimed, in other words, I believe God heard me, then you pray again, he said, don't ask for it in the same way you did the first time or pray about it the same way. Because if you do, he said, you're in unbelief. Stay in faith. Make it a statement of faith. In other words, he said, if you prayed about something, claim God heard you. I believe he heard me. I claim the answer. Thank you for it. Then he said, the next time you pray, if it hadn't materialized yet, don't ask for it. Just remind the Lord that you prayed, that you believe him, and thank him for the answer. See, you stayed in faith then. Are you following me now? Now, Smith Wigglesworth, you'll have to understand now uh, what Wigglesworth said, where he's coming from, if you take his statement out of context, because there's different kinds of praying. He's talking about just this kind of praying. He said, if you prayed seven times for any one thing, you prayed six times in unbelief. Now, you'll have to think about that a little bit and let that register on you. Are you listening to me now? Make every prayer, I said, relative to what you ask a statement of faith instead of unbelief. Now, let me give you some illustration. I know we were preaching one time in Pasadena, Texas, with Brother and Sister Goodman. And a lady from Canton, Texas, in East Texas called long distance. Said, Brother Hagin, would it be all right for us to bring our little daughter down there? I think she's six years old, something like that. She has epilepsy. Now, she said, we are Methodist, but a good number in our church have received the baptism. They'll go speak with other tongues, charismatic. And we have a charismatic prayer group here. And we've been studying some of your books. And our group has prayed and claimed the healing of this child. Would it still be all right to bring her? I said, yes, under the right conditions. Now, I won't have time to talk to you. But I said, bring the child on. But you tell the Lord before you go up there. See, now, remember what my statement was now. Don't let that leave you. Make every statement relative to what you've asked a statement of faith instead of unbelief. I said, you say to the Lord before you go up. Now, Lord, I'm not going up there like some of the rest of them to receive. I'm just going up there for Brother Hagin to agree with us that we have what we believe. See, that way they stayed in faith. I laid hands on the child. In fact, he's the only child in the line that I laid hands on. I, so I didn't meet him, but I knew it was them. Because she's holding this six-year-old child up in their arms. Now, the next year, I was in Dallas speaking. Uh, a year from then, 12 months. And those folks came up from East Texas, was in the meeting. The daddy testified to the fact 
that the child from the moment we laid hands on had never had another epileptic seizure. Two years later, I was preaching in a certain place. And they came near enough that they came. Well, it's 100 miles or more away. And they came, was in the meeting. And they testified again. Now the girl's eight years old. They testified to the fact that she'd never had another epileptic seizure. But now I want to show you something. If they had said, well, we prayed and we believed God all right, but we didn't get any answer because she's still having a seizure. I believe we'll have Brother Hagin to pray for and see if it'll work. The child would have not been healed. You see, they're still in unbelief. Can you see that? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Effective Prayer Package. This offer features the three-disc CD series, Effective Prayer by Ken Hagan, and the Prayer Secrets Slimline Book by Kenneth E. Hagan. Both items are being offered for the price of $19.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get the Effective Prayer Package today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Every Sunday night, we are at Rhema Bible Church in Oklahoma City. Yes. That is, the address is 8921 Northwest Expressway. We're there on Sunday night at 6 p.m. We say, experience Sunday morning on, on Sunday, Sunday night. night. Enjoy, so. enjoy the weekend and come Sunday night and experience Sunday yes. morning on Sunday night. You know, uh, somebody said, well, how'd you come up with that? Well, I remember when they started Saturday night services so people didn't have to go on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. I said, well, hey, why not enjoy the whole weekend and come Sunday night? That's right. Uh, and then besides that, there's a lot of people that work and do different things. So you can come Sunday night and it'll be just like going to a Sunday morning That's church. Right. Uh, Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Answered Prayer, an Obtainable Goal. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.